<laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's not Keno. No. In case, in case you were wondering, <laughs> that laugh does not belong to Keno. Come a bit closer to the mic. Okay. Okay. Are you nervous? A little bit. Don't be nervous. A lot of it, actually. A lot of it? Yeah. It's a podcast. You're not writing an exam or anything like that. I guess so. If this was a test, this is one of those tests that you would not study for, that you forgot about, and then you'd kill, you'd kill it. Right. Right? This is that. So don't be nervous. Um, if you want to stop, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Track of All Trades. I... I have a special guest with me today. Um, before I let you guys know who my special guest is, um, Keno is actually in Indonesia this week. He's there for, I think it's going to be 10 days. I know we talked about it last episode. I think he's going to be, be there for 10 days, which really means he's going to be there for about six because he's going to be flying the whole time. Yeah, because travel time from Indonesia to Toronto, I think it's like 24 hours. I'm pretty sure it's like taking some sort of layover too, and that kills time. So he's really going to be at home for like a week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then sooner or later, before I know it, he's going to be back, and then he's going to be in this chair, and we're going to be headed up back to normal. But, but... On this episode... On this episode of (laughs) Track of All Trades, I have a very special guest um, near and dear to my heart. I think we should play like 21 questions before you actually introduce me. I think it's it's probably too late. Is it too late to have them guess? Do you remember that that song? 50 Cent? No. Ask 21 questions (laughs) and it's all about us. No. I don't remember that song. Um, My guest is also a fob. (laughs) It seems to be a running theme on this on On the the podcast. Um, Keno's guest, I believe, I mean, obviously he's from Indonesia, his guest is, and he's going back to Indonesia. So that's going to be an interesting one. I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing, um, what they talk about and his accent and his accent and what he's like with his friends back home. Yeah. Cause I think we can all agree. Some people are different with other people. You find that? I think so far the episode, Kennel has been quite reserved. You think so? I think so. Because I've talked Kennel? Well, because I have talked to him in real life, right? Uh-huh. But on the show or on the podcast, when he's talking to you, I feel like he's not... Like, he's holding back. He's not as witty as he would be in real life. Uh, maybe, Maybe he'll... Come around? Come around, loosen up a bit more, but... We're 10 episodes in, (laughs) though. (laughs) We're 10 episodes in, though. I don't know. No, man, Keno's not taking it easy. Are you kidding me? Maybe every time you've met Keno, he's just been drunk. Maybe. Maybe that's why. Because you usually see him, whenever you see him, it's at at like a function. Right. Right? Um... I, I per- personally, on the other side of the mic, I don't feel that he's being reserved at all. I think he's holding his own, like, just fine. I think it's because you're sitting, like, face-to-face with him. Yeah. So it feels like, 
a conversation is just flowing. Mm-hmm. But I think through a podcast where you're just hearing people's voices, yeah, it feels like he's not, I don't know, fully 100% Keno. Fully 100% Keno. Okay, <laughs> so here's your chance, I guess. If you were to give Keno any piece of advice, what would it be? Right. Um, as a listener. As a listener? I don't know. I think he just has to let it go like spontaneously instead of... I feel like he methodically thinks about what he says before he says it. So that's why it feels... I don't know. Less spontaneous? Yes. Yeah, but we spoke about this before. Like Kenna and I have spoken about, right. spoken about this before on on the podcast. It's, it's a great thing to think before you talk. Because <laughs> if you don't think before you talk, you end up like... What what was gonna be one of my current events today? Um, mm. What's his name? Uh, uh, the the actor from Power, Jesse Mullins or whatever. I don't know if you ever heard. Have you heard that story? No. So there's a he's a he's a black actor, black male. He's also gay. Okay, so black gay male actor. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a few weeks ago or whatever. I remember about a month ago. He apparently got jumped. Okay, so he got jumped allegedly, and you know, obviously, when 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 you're a minority, in his case, like a double minority, and something like that happens to you, it shocks the world. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. Right. Um. And so you know, he had a lot of people back him up and say like, "Oh my God, like I, I, we stand behind you." All these things. And it turns out the whole thing was, I, I guess you could say, fake. He set the whole thing up. Right. Right? And now he's being investigated because you can't do that. That's like tampering with the law, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently he hired these two guys to, quote unquote, beat him up. Mm-hmm. And he obviously, through that, gained a lot of media attention. And then his stock went up. And now it went back down. Or it's going back down. Or it nosedived. Yeah. Or ass dived. <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> nothing's ever inappropriate for this episode it's a free-for-all no holds bar tlc tables ladders and chairs match type of a podcast wouldn't you agree i do i do i've been enjoying the podcast thank you a so lot much. and i normally listen to it on my way to work uh-huh. so it's kind of starting my day with like a night nice airy funny loose light- like loose, lighthearted, loose, like loose goose. Yeah. Okay. Just to sort of start fresh day at work, mm. go into it with kind of like a light shoulder. You know what I mean? I think we can probably. I think we can. It's time to introduce yourself now. <laughs> I think Me it's introduce about myself by now. By now, if you don't know by now already, if you don't know, <laughs> now you know. But I am um, Kevin's wife. My name yeah. is Anne. Was that a question? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Anna? And? And? And is this where I put my shameless plug? Yeah, whatever you want, dude. <laughs> so I'm Kevin's wife. We've been married probably, he's probably already told you, I think, or not. We've been married since last August. So I would say it's about six, seven months now. Who's counting? But who's counting? We're in this for life, right? <laughs> Welcome to episode 10 or 11, depending on when Keno uploads his episode <laughs> of Chuck of All Trades. 
first things first. I'm the realist. Hey. hey. Little Iggy. Iggy is Iggy Azalea? You can't let those phrases go. When someone sets it up, you gotta... Okay. First things first, rest in peace. Carl, Carl Lagerfeld. Oh my god, I was so sad. Shoot. I literally woke up this morning, went on the toilet, obviously. Go on the toilet with your phone always. Mm. And the first thing, the first Instagram post I saw was Victoria Beckham. And it was a picture of Carl Lagerfeld. Explain to the people that don't know who Carl Lagerfeld is and why he's so significant. And, and in what way is he significant? Because I, I would say, personally, I would say um, not a lot of people. Uh, I think a lot of people recognize his work. Right. But not a ton of people know the name or the face behind his work. But you definitely have seen his work before. Right. Like, I think a lot of people will recognize the name. Carl Lagerfeld is an iconic designer for Chanel. He's been designing for Chanel, I think, for 50, 60 years. He's done a ton of collaborations for, like, Louis Vuitton, Marc Jacobs. He came out with his own Carl Lagerfeld brand that's more mainstream, more affordable for consumers. And just like an all-around icon, he started... What he did with the Chanel fashion house was keep the classics that was Chanel, which is what you see is like the tweed pattern, the pearls, the cross-stitching on like his handbags. He kept all those classics but updated it so that it could be used by the modern woman. That's why I think... Everyone was probably so moved <laughs> by by his death this morning. I, I mean, when I saw the Instagram post by Victoria Beckham, I didn't even need to read the the caption. You knew what it was about I, right away. Exactly. You know what? I I mean, rest in peace, Carl Lagerfeld. Um, the, like, fa- like, fashion is such a significant thing. Even if you're not purchasing something that he directly designed, you got to understand what he like. His work is very high end stuff, and ninety five percent of the world will never see it. They'll never understand it, and they'll never be able to afford it. Um, but you got to think about the influence that that has on work under that, or or from around the world, just by seeing his his work and what he can do and what he's capable of visualizing and and turning that vision into a real thing that people wear. Stuff like that translates, right? And it trickles down. Um, you think of something like Yeezys, right? Crazy fucking dude. Right. First and foremost. Kanye. Kanye. Um, narcissist. <laughs> yes. Super narcissist, but yes. genius at the same time. I don't know. I would... I don't know if I would Ooh. use that word to describe Kanye. Oh, come on. Really? I wouldn't say genius. Yeah. I would say he has a vision. Okay. Right? And maybe some people think they're one and the same. I I don't. Are you trying to say that he's biting or he copies? No, I'm saying he has a vision yeah. and he takes initiative and he follows through with his vision. He doesn't give a crap about what anybody says. Uh-huh. Which is different than being a genius, which I think Carl Lagerfeld is a genius. To take something that is so classic that some people might think is old and to update it throughout the years but still keep the core 
of the Chanel house, that's a genius. To make something that is classic but relevant through the ages, that's a genius. Yeah, but bittersweet, you're gonna do the death for me. I wish I knew the lyrics yeah. to continue what you're saying. This is this is one of those this is one of those cases where you agree to disagree. Yes. Okay. When in Rome. When in Rome. Yeah. No, not not applicable. But in this case, when in Rome. When in Rome. When ne- in Rome. Always agree to disagree uh, with your wife. Uh, compromise. Compromise. Happy yeah. life. How was a happy wife? Happy life. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. Lots of chill time. With family, friends, it was good. It was cold. Yeah, it's, it's getting cold. cold. Have we gotten to that point in the podcast? We're talking about weather already. Fuck Ooh. yeah! You went there. You went there. Now I asked you how your weekend was. You said it was cold. It was cold. It was. <laughs> you know what the crazy thing is? It's like, how can you when you spend all all your time with this person? Mm-hmm. How do you ask a question? How do you have the audacity to ask this question? Yeah. It's like you were... How was, you were how was with, your weekend? How you was were, my weekend? How was your weekend? You were with me the whole time. Mm. Obviously, how my weekend was, how your weekend was. My weekend was good. I watched the, the, NBA, All, the NBA All-Star oh, yes, yes. stuff. Yeah. Right? You're not a huge fan of it. But what are your no. thoughts on events like that? Um, I don't understand sports, and nor will I ever understand sports. So I think what you guys need to know about our relationship is that I go to sporting events or are willing to go to sporting events because Kevin likes them so much. So I will buy tickets and we'll go, but I'm one of those people who just sits there, you know, have a couple of beers, kind of drink, get rowdy and stuff like that, but not really understand <laughs> You're an atmosphere the person. game. Yeah, I'm an, an atmosphere, atmosphere person. person. Like, I'll be there because you love it. That's so sweet of you. Yeah. Shout out to the $12 pizza slices <laughs> and $8 foot long hot dogs. So expensive. And $15 beers. So expensive. That's why I like baseball. Not like baseball, the game, yeah. but I like going to baseball because... You don't like baseball, you like going to the Rogers Center compared <laughs> to going to the Air Canada Center. Or Scotia, sorry, Scotia yeah. Bank Center. Or no, but particularly is. baseball games because you can bring in your own food, you right. can bring in your own drinks. For those of you who didn't know that life hack, and I will call it a life hack because it is one. Yeah. Going to those events isn't cheap, especially when, I mean, it depends what you're going for, but especially when you're going for, I don't know, say an evening, you're spending the whole day there, right? And you like, want to, you want to be a little bit, you're, you want your routine that you want that event to be a little bit different from the routine you have every other weekend. So yeah, you're going to drink. Mo- most of the games are during lunchtime yeah. or dinner time. So obviously you're going to, you're going to have to eat. You're going to have to have something to drink. Yeah. You're there for at least two to three hours. Mm-hmm. So if you're not like a drinker, like you don't want to have a beer or whatever, baseball games are really good because you're allowed unlimited amounts of food. Yeah. Whatever you can carry in your hands. Yeah. And drinks wise, each person is allowed one bottle. Like, uh, unopened, obviously. Unopened, un- yeah. Like, but each person is allowed a bottle of drink. If you could bring anything to <laughs> a baseball game, right? I want to. I want to do a, a 
a like a food and a drink pairing. Okay. Obviously non alcohol. Okay. This all and and your parameters are they all have to be, um, quote unquote legal to bring into the the, the Rogers Center. Right. Okay. Food one food item. Ooh, so no, hard. like, oh, I want to bring Mandarin Buffet with me. No. Right. You got to bring one food item, one accompaniment, Drink. a.k.a. accoutrement. Like a snack? Like a snack? Sure. Okay. So one main, one accoutrement, and one um, one drink of your choice. What would it be? I think that's so hard. Yeah. Because I have to be considerate <laughs> of the people around me, No, right? fuck them. Fuck them? Dude, it's Rogerson. It's so big. Yeah, but like, okay, I'm Vietnamese, obviously. <gasps> exactly. Mm. So the first thing I'm going to think of is, okay, I want to bring a bowl I, of pho. Yeah, like I'm in my head, I was like, I want a bowl of pho. I yeah. want like comfort food. Yeah, yeah. But okay, soup is way too messy. So then the next thing is I would want a rice. They probably with, wouldn't let you bring that too. Like a bowl of pho. like uh, like a soup. Like well, soup. yeah, that that was the next thing. I don't think they would let me bring I, soup. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think they'd let you. But there's only one way to find out. We'll springtime comes around and we'll try it. Right? Maybe we'll try it and then have another podcast and see how it goes. But yeah, I think that let's see how this one goes first. <laughs> let's not let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Kato's back next week. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I think my one food item will probably have to be like Vietnamese rice, a nice pork chop or grilled chicken. A little calm tam. Yeah, a little calm tam. And my accoutrement has to be spring rolls. Yeah. Like if you guys live... Some jayas. Some jayas. If you guys live in Toronto, you definitely have to go to this Vietnamese deli called Nguyen Hung. And anyways... They literally have the best spring rolls. There's like these giant spring rolls for a dollar fifty. I would just bring like ten of those to you gotta, a you gotta, you gotta bring it. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta bring it back. So here's the, okay. So here's the thing. I'm glad you said that. Here's the thing about the Vietnamese language, right? <laughs> All right. So let me. I'll give you an example. I'll I'll start this. I'll start my theory. I, I have tons of this. Is my thing. This like theories is my thing. The English language, the French language, the Spanish language, whatever, whatever, right? What do they all have in common? The the alphabets, right? A through Z, whatever. They're, but what is different is that they're all pronounced and enunciated differently. With the Vietnamese language, however, the alphabet is the alphabet. But it's really not the alphabet. <laughs> so if I were to say about? something like, if I were to, say, I mean, what's like a perfect example of this? Like mm. jaya, like spring rolls, right? And yeah. the th- I'm Chinese, right? So I I only know the word jaya because you know my wife's Vietnamese and we eat Vietnamese food quite often, and even b- before then, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Jaya is spelled J A A. Space, Y O Y. No, it's not. Ja, like Ja rule. Ya, as in y'all, y'all don't really know. Me. Y'all don't really know the alphabets. And what's up with the five under the letters? What the? What's that called? What the the five under the letter? 
it's I don't know. Like the, it's like an upside down. I question. know. I What's know that what called? I, I don't know what it's called in Vietnamese. I'm blanking. Was it in English or in French? No, it, the French language doesn't have that. Oh, one. it doesn't have that no, one. No, it doesn't okay, have that. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay. Any? Can you defend that at all? Or? Of course, I can defend that. I think every every single language has its own mystery. Mm-hmm. I guess, right? I mean, I can't even read Chinese characters, so because the Vietnamese language is in alphabet, mm-hmm. I think it's easier for people to learn and kind of wrap their head around. But if you're just kind of pronouncing it and spelling it the way it's pronounced it's phonetic obviously yeah but it's phonetic because you're putting like your english brain into it right so then when i tell kevin that how you pronounce ch in vietnamese there's two different ways to pronounce it there's a soft way and then there's a hard way and then he's always like huh so the soft way <laughs> Is hold the, on. The, the word orange is orange, okay? Soft or hard is orange. It's not orange and. Uh, but that's uh, orange. But that's the beauty of that's the lazy, Viet- bro. No, but that's the Vietnamese. The beauty, the be- the beauty of the Vietnamese language. We like use letters and words in so many different ways. And we're back. Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll attribute it to. Yeah. Sorry, no. It was um, if I'm being perfectly honest, it was like a, a work call that I had to take. Um, for those of you who didn't know, um, I'm a business owner, and those of you who are business owners will know that work doesn't really ever stop. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, tell me about it. We're not, <laughs> we're not doing that on this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Alrighty then. Right. Do you want to do? This should be fun. Do you want to do a judge a book with me? Sure. Yeah. I've heard about it. it. Sounds very interesting when you guys do it on the podcast. So. Oh, cool! There's a random number generator too. Wonder how that would go. <laughs> probably for one of those people who are like choosing teams pick yeah, a number from one to ten true okay so these are all movies that i think we've seen lord of the rings oh don't get me love started on. lotr Dude, so long <laughs> listen if you can't get if you can't get the point across within two hours the movie's too like You've overextended the movie. I feel you that that one movie needs to be two separate movies, which they have they have as well. No, but, but Lord of the Rings is Lord of the Rings is about the cinematography. It's not it's not just the story. It's like the story, the character building, the amazing scenes and costumes and stuff like that. So you really have to take the movie for it like as a whole. You can't just dissect it as like the story's dragging on too long. Oh, so watch it from a different perspective. Yes. Like, uh, like Avatar. Yes. Like, like Avatar, Avatar is four hours, but you didn't really complain that Avatar was four hours. Well, Avatar is Pocahontas, <laughs> <laughs> but on a different planet. Avatar is Pocahontas, but blue. 
Right. And non-native. Well, they are native. They are native. They are natives. Native. Natives to that planet. Yeah. What's it called when they plug their tail into shit? Um. Oh, man. Oh, what's that word? It's like connection. Something like that. Yeah, it's like the connection. Okay. Have you seen the trailer for Captain Marvel? Yes. What do you think about that? I don't like it. It's not like I don't like the trailer or the story. Uh I think it's because I don't like... What's her name? Brie Olsen. Yeah, Brie Olsen. I don't think she fits the model of what Captain Marvel should look like. Or... No, or maybe I'm just typecasting her because she's been in just comedies. Has she? Yeah, like comedies, Girl Next Door... Like, sort you can't unsee her as that. Yeah. Okay. What about Gal Gadot as, as uh, Wonder Woman? I can see that. And why is that? It's because she looks like an Amazon. <laughs> she just she just does. Okay. So? So, what Bum- are the... Bumblebee, we know that it's like a Transformer Bumblebee, so that's well, we'll skip that one. It's like a... So a side movie to Transformers. Yeah. Why don't we do... Uh, we'll do something a little bit different since you're, uh, you're a special guest on the podcast this week. Okay. Let's do ReZero Kara Hajumiru oh Isekai Sakatsu Memory Snow. Are you just choosing an anime movie because I watch anime <laughs> oh, all random. the time? <laughs> it's a random movie generator. The other one is The Martian or Love of My Life. So between those four choices, this this is the Let one that see. stuck out to me the most. Okay, so it's definitely a Japanese animated movie. Clearly. Clearly, because of the name. You ever seen Japanese port like tentacle? <laughs> oh my What's god. What's it called? Hentai. Oh hentai. Hentai? Have you it's answer me this. <laughs> oh my god. We're not doing this. <laughs> answer me this. Have you Have I ever watched tentacle porn well i'm not gonna say watch because to, to, to say watch implies that you like sat through it right have you ever seen it like like a bit of it i define scene as more than 10 seconds and less than like a trailer less than 10 minutes like a trailer <laughs> i don't know porn movies There's no trailers for porn. okay but porn movies now are so like i don't know they're like hollywood movie they're well material made. they're so well made there's like an there's intro production value. yeah there's like an intro there's character building there's a problem solving can i just say like, the acting in is getting st- it's stellar it's getting good it's stellar and porn stars are actually taking acting lessons that's just take, sort of taken away from uh, is it though shout out to porn stars yeah in Defin- another life would definitely you ever be a porn reinventing star? themselves would would I ever be a porn star? Would you ever date a porn star? Oh, think about it. Let it sit. Let it marinate Let for it a bit. Marinate? We can. Why don't we tackle this uh, Hirajuku bullshit? Okay. And then we can come back to <laughs> come it. Come back to that after. So let it sink in. Think about it. So again, Re Zero Kara Hajimiru Isekai Sekatsu Memory Snow. 
I'm I'm pretty sure the two the two English words at the end really don't help with the gist of the movie. So either memory snow is the translation of that, or or it's it's part of the title, right? Or it's not. Like you know when you hear people speaking a different language, and it might sound angry, and it might sound long winded, but then just they're just saying like it's dinner time, right? Right? Like Chinese? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so this could the, be one of those. Okay, so the movie could probably be called Memory Snow. Sure. Okay. Uh, let's. Uh, why don't we assume that? Okay. So from the poster, I see snowflakes. Mm. Which okay, memory half of the title. Yeah, half the title. So it must be in winter. There's some old architectural buildings maybe in russia they're in russia there's a guy who looks pretty normal a girl wearing like a white princess dress and then what looks like two maids but with pink and blue hair can i just say that maids are a running theme in every single (laughs) japanese anime not only that not only that all the women have giant tits yeah yeah they're just, they have like, although I would say, although Japanese people are not outwardly conveying their sexual side when it comes to their movies or their anim, anime or animated movies, it's very sexual. They express it through their cinema. Yes. Especially their like. Uh, uh, animated. Uh, animated. I don't want, I don't want to say the word cartoon. I might offend people. Or, yeah. But, um. Yeah, especially through that. Yeah, because like all the girls are always with giant tits. They always are wearing short skirts, short dresses. I remember even playing like Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom. Like even the female, like Chung Li. Yeah. Was built different. Like, it's like the Asian Barbie. Yeah. That's what it's kind of modeled after. Yeah. But go on. Go on. So I'm going to say this is a princess in Russia mm-hmm. going out into the city and her maids are sort of protesting, don't go, and she meets a boy in the street and falls in love. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Zero Kara. <laughs> Hajimiru Isekai Sekatsu. Sekatsu. Um, this anime, mm-hmm. this Japanese anime, is about a maid that makes fried pork. <laughs> Are you just going on a tangent? Because I'm very like it's a sakatsu my, there my explanation it's a sakatsu but, but it's judge a book by its cover and not judge the title well i know what it's called you can't say the word like bumblebee and look at the picture and be like it's about bumblebees and not the transformer guy it it's both right anyways that's you had your time you had your description <laughs> let me do my bite your tongue um i mean yeah they're obviously in some i feel like they're not in russia but they're in a f- like a pl- a different planet. A Judging, different planet. yeah, because you can see like 
you can almost see the galaxy i mean there's snow obviously but you can almost see stars in it as well but those could just be really big snowflakes i think they're just really big and they're all looking up so oh so maybe this is about a first snowfall and the love that she makes during the first snowfall while making katsu pork (laughs) so let's (laughs) oh god i can't remember i'm not gonna remember this tag let me copy and paste this and now i'm actually intrigued i mean there, there was a lot of information on that poster for sure oh yeah i think it was super vague I don't think so. There's a nice background. You can sort of see like the era or like she's definitely in a city mm-hmm. or a far away castle somewhere. Right? The two people in behind are wearing like made costumes. Yeah, but that's every Japanese anime. Yeah, but she's wearing something fancy, like could be like a castle made. Yes. Okay. Subaru and friends defeat the demon beast. Wolgarm, the source of the curse, and save the children of Erlam Village. The characters finally get a moment of peace, and Subaru goes on a certain secret mission that he must not let anyone find out about. However, even though Subaru is wearing a disguise, a la maid outfit, Petra and other children of the village immediately figure out who he is, so his costume was obviously not good enough. Now that his mission was exposed, within five seconds of his starting, Subaru's date, quote-unquote, with Amelia could be ruined. This is stupid. How do you make a whole movie out of this? It's 26 ep... So it's a show. (laughs) Basically, you just read the synopsis of the first episode. No, no, no. no. The synopsis of the show. The whole show? Yeah. It It makes no sense. How do you make 26 episodes of that? But that's what it is with all, like, Japanese animated series. I guess so. Like, I've, I've, you've seen me watch shows that are, like, 50, 60 episodes. Much too long. Right? Much too long. But I still watch it. Question at hand. Is would I date a porn star? Correct. I don't, I don't think I would. Even in another life. Pun. <laughs> Um, I don't think I would. I think it's because I'm in like the healthcare industry. <laughs> it's a sanity. It's a sanity. It's it's literally like a, a sanita- sanitation, thing. like a sanitary thing, right? Like no matter, like I'm pretty sure porn stars are being safe out there. They're doing whatever, getting their tests, whatever. It's just gross. That's not very really nice of you. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the fact that, that it's like with numerous people and and porn's gotten so aggressive. What are you watching? <laughs> Holy. I don't know. I don't know. I watch the movie kind. I watch it for the storyline. <laughs> From beginning to end. From the, the ones that are like 30 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> isn't that a question though huh isn't that a good question though it is a you good really question. gotta think about it right like it's yeah. not just like yeah uh yeah or no no you gotta you gotta weigh so many different things 
like kudos to them like i mean they're very brave and courageous for doing what they do um but i think it's more so they like and you can make money i think that's how a porn star sees it yeah right and there's precautions there and measurements that help avoid certain health scares and all that stuff Mm mm-hmm but at the end of the day, you're getting paid to do what people love doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean, right? So in a way, it's like noble. Yeah, it's just for a regular person. It's just like the sheer volume of how many times they do do it. It's loose. No. <laughs> It's alarming for a regular person. So you're like, would I ever be a porn star? It'd be like, no. I enjoy sex, but I don't enjoy it to the point where it's like all day, every day, 24-7 sort of thing, you know? Well, they're working too. It's not like it's every second of the day. You know what they say about loving what you do? If you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. It's like that. I guess so. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> it, ref- it can get overwhelming. Let's just say that. Or underwhelming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was episode 10 or 11, depending on when Kenneth <laughs> uploads his episode of Track of All Trades. With a special guest in. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>